Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, July 20th. Another 2020 election denier is now officially running for governor, this time in Maryland. We'll break down the results of last night's primaries and what they tell us about November's elections. It wasn't a high-profile primary yesterday. Maryland was in the spotlight. But the governor's contest there was a key one to watch, and one we will now continue to watch. You may recall that the Republican incumbent governor, Larry Hogan, is one of the most popular governors in the country. And it was sort of a shock when he won in 2014, eight years ago, that a Republican was winning in such a deep blue state like Maryland. And he governed like a Republican who was in charge of a very blue state. Well, that is not where his successor, should indeed the Republican now win in November, would be heading. CNN was able to project that Dan Cox, a state lawmaker in Maryland, has won the Republican nomination for governor. Cox, as of this recording, had about 56 percent of the vote compared to Kelly Schulz's 40 percent of the vote. So Cox didn't just win. He won big. Here's what he had to say last night, courtesy of WUSA. We're excited. We're so thankful because once again, we see that freedom matters. We're excited to carry that banner of freedom. And I'm so grateful for President Trump. So why do I say that Cox, if he is successful in November, might lead in a very different way, in a different direction than Larry Hogan? Well, because Cox was backed by former President Trump. Hogan had backed Kelly Schulz in this race, so another Trump proxy battle and Trump emerging successful in this primary. But more importantly than the endorsement is that Cox is a 2020 election denier. He stoked fears about election fraud. He advocated for Donald Trump to seize voting machines. He tweeted, quote, Pence is a traitor during the January 6th insurrection, and he's threatened a lawsuit over mail-in ballots. No doubt Donald Trump's support helped him, and no doubt that his views on the 2020 election, which are totally inaccurate, have currency inside the Republican primary electorate. But that was not the only place that Cox was getting some assistance. The Democratic Governors Association spent more than a million dollars on television advertisements highlighting Trump's endorsement of Cox, saying Cox is the most conservative choice in this race, all in an effort to endear Cox to Republican primary voters. Why would the Democratic Governors Association be doing this? Why would they be meddling? Because they were concerned about Kelly Schultz's candidacy in November in a general election context, and they thought that if Cox is the Republican nominee, they will have a much easier time flipping this governor's seat to the Democrats in this heavily blue state of Maryland. Here's an ad that the DGA had poured money into running on Maryland airwaves. Meet Dan Cox, Donald Trump's hand-picked candidate for Maryland governor. Cox worked with Trump, trying to prove the last election was a fraud. 100% pro-life, he's fighting to end abortion in Maryland. And Cox will protect the Second Amendment at all costs, refusing to support any federal restrictions on guns, even pushing to put armed guards in every school. Dan Cox, too close to Trump, 
too conservative for Maryland. WUSA asked Cox what he thinks about Democrats supporting his campaign. That's just not the case. Um, we were running far ahead ever since we announced on July 4th. Democrats are afraid, I think. The progressive Democrats see our candidacy as the only one willing to stand up and articulate the values that everyone loves in Maryland. That's perhaps a rosy view from Cox about what the Democrats were doing here. But it does raise the question about the strategy. Is it a risky proposition for Democrats to be supporting 2020 election deniers? Yes, in hopes of defeating them in November. But if indeed, like Dan Cox was, they are successful at winning the nomination, they get real close to at least having a shot at winning a governor's mansion and overseeing election results. And that has raised a debate inside the Democratic Party if this is the wisest course of action. It's not just Cox, of course. We saw Doug Mastriano win the Republican nomination for governor in Pennsylvania. Democrats employed similar tactics there. It hasn't always been successful. Some places like Colorado, where Democrats poured money into trying to do the same thing, they came up short and Republicans nominated sort of the more moderate or mainstream Republicans in those races. But there is now a growing crowd of Trump-backed election deniers who are winning Republican primaries. And this energy around these falsehoods that Donald Trump keeps selling around the 2020 election is still being infused in state parties across the country. The latest example, Arizona House Speaker Rusty Bowers. You may remember he testified before the January 6th committee. This week, the Arizona Republican Party Executive Committee formally censured him. And what was the stated reason? Quote, his inaction on election integrity and, quote, his general disregard for all levels of Republican Party leadership. The state chairwoman for the Republican Party in Arizona, Kelly Ward, tweeted this. He is no longer a Republican in good standing, and we call on Republicans to replace him at the ballot box in the August primary. And no doubt, as you might suspect, Donald Trump endorsed his opponent this week as well. In that January 6th testimony I referenced, you may recall, he said that he'd received a call from both Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani, who allegedly urged him to go along with the plan to put forward illegitimate pro-Trump electors from the state in the 2020 election. Here's what Bowers said in his testimony. You are asking me to do something that is counter to my oath when I swore to the Constitution to uphold it. I will not break my oath. As for the Democratic side in Maryland yesterday, well, voters were choosing between 10 candidates in the gubernatorial primary, and those votes are still being counted. Officials can't even begin the process of counting the mail-in ballots until tomorrow, so it could be a while before we know the results. But author Wes Moore, backed by Oprah Winfrey, and former DNC chairman Tom Perez are currently the two candidates in the lead with about 62% of the vote estimated to be in at the time we recorded this podcast. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you tomorrow.